Good morning, Masechet Kiddushin, Daf Kaf Aleph. I'm going to start at the bottom of Kiddushin, Daf Kaf, and so we got up to ATV. So we're starting, this whole sugi is started with a question, which was in the second lines of the wide lines. Gemara, Baimenei, Rav Hunim, Rav Chinni, Rav Sheshet, Evet, Ibri, Animka, Lovdei, Kruv, Nigalechatsi, Nigalechatsi. The whole question started was, if an Evet, Ibri is sold to a Goy, can we redeem him partially? Right? That was the question. Nigalechatsi, Nigalechatsi. And we say, Gulato, Gulato, Mr. Achuza, we learn from Mr. Achuza, right? And what's the Achuza that you can't redeem it in a partial way? So this, or maybe not, maybe we got a Kula. And the Chumra, we don't say the Chumra. And then we had a whole thing that the Abayah brought in Shalat said, Have you looked at it in the Kulas? It'll be Chumras, in Chumras, it'll be Kulas. And we got around and we ended up comparing it to the Steachuza and uh, the Mocher Bait. Uh, and then we asked the question of Mocher Bait, Beir Choma. And we said that some that, that we, we learned that essentially the, the Torah brought us contras. That where there are weak elements that you aren't able to redeem it, for example, if you magdish your sadeh, if you dedicate it to the Benamidash, if you don't redeem it by the end of the Biovel, the Kohanim get it, therefore you can borrow money and pad and you can redeem it partially. With regards to a field, if you sold your ancestral fields, they're going to come back to you any at the end of the Yovel. Except for the Torah, they didn't allow you to borrow money and redeem it partially. Try to apply the same principles to a bait barei choma. If you sold that house in a bait barei choma, then you've got a year to redeem it. If you don't redeem it, it's lost forever. So that you could be able to, to redeem it partially and borrow money to redeem it partially. We had up and down. That's where we ended off yesterday. And we said, That was basically the idea of the, of the, of the, uh, of the bait barei choma. If you didn't redeem it in the first year, you get it back. So the Gemara brings a bright kasha over here on this answer of Rav Shashit. Let's see the longer the short of the answer of Shashit. That in a field you couldn't, in a house you could, and in a magdish you would be able to borrow money and redeem partially. Because in both those two cases, you were, you, were, you were prejudiced that if you didn't have the money, you'd lose it forever. But when you wouldn't lose it forever, you wouldn't be able to borrow money and, and, redeem, and redeem partially. Right? So we quote the same passage we've seen before. Right? It seems over there with regards to a field that you have managed, you can redeem partially and borrow money. Sheachol, the said, maybe we can say the same. Why do we read the Pasuk? When it comes to, if you sold your field, that day you're going to get the Bashim, it'll come back to you. Therefore, we saw you can't borrow money. So maybe we'd say the same thing. When it comes to the field, when you magdish or akochosh, imigia yovel v'lo yigeren, you tell the koni v'yovel. Elodin shurakochosh and obev v'gadzoyin. On the contrary, it's got kavachomer. In your field that you're going to get back, you can't borrow money. So maybe in a field that you magdish, you certainly can't borrow money. When it's going to come back to you, can't borrow money. So if you if you, if it's not going to come back to you, certainly can't borrow money. It's like the Torah is being purchased again from the start. So he wants to learn from a Kavachome where you can, where it's going to come back to you, can't borrow money. So Kavachome is not going to come back to you, can't borrow money. So, so, so Rav Shashi would doch, he said, no. Malu b'chesh le'achuzah, let's learn from b'chesh le'achuzah, hura kochol yigal miyad. You can redeem it, irat, shehura kochol yigal miyad. You can't redeem it immediately. To Rabbi Magdish, you pa kochol yigal miyad. On the other hand, with Magdish, you can redeem immediately. So we see that you can't learn the Kavachome from the Selling ancestral fields because there is a chumrah that you have to wait two years. With regards to magdish, you can redeem immediately. Therefore, we call in the kavah chumrah. That's about the Gemara balances that. So ask Kashi again. Wait a second. Mochel bait for bed arei chumah yochi. But wait a second. If that's the case, we can learn from bait from selling a house to bed arei chumah. 
you can redeem immediately, but nonetheless, if any of girl, the girl but you can't borrow and you can't redeem partially. Now we saw at Rav Sheshet's answer, you can borrow and borrow partially in, in, a, in a house. So he says, Lord Kasha, that question just asked this sort of a stumping question. is not really a question. We've got two different shitot here of learning. And Rashi says, what is the one? The one shit is Rabbanan. Rabbanan don't give answers, explanations for mitzvahs. Look at Rashi. And they said, therefore, if you if you they learn from Xara Shavas, if it's in one hand you got a you got a, 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 a situation which doesn't serve your interest, and we got Xara Shavas, learn accordingly. On the other hand, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says no. Rabbi Shimon explained that there are reasons, and therefore the Torah gave a contract, like we explained yesterday, that in a certain circumstances where you're going to lose out if you don't do something, the Torah comes to your defense. Uh, if you aren't going to lose that, the Torah won't come to your defense. That's why that bright is not really a bright which is consistent. Because the machlok at the end of the day, and how to learn the mitzvahs, one is uh, yav time, one not yav time. Okay, so now, once we've, once we've brought that, right, the Gemara says, and it, it gives you a shavi, we see a steer between the two brightest. One brighter says that you can borrow and redeem partially. The other brother says that you can't. Look at Rashi. Tani chalom mochei bayit b'yichoma. With specific example we spoke about now. I'm going a little bit quick on this. If you stole the house in a walled city, one brother says you can borrow money to redeem it partially. One brother says you can't. Once again, what, what's the the steward to the two brothers? Lokash Rabbanan Harbi Shimon. So we see that there are literally brothers which com, compete with one another, conflict with one another, we differentiate all together. Okay, the Gemara in the Simon Cheresh Chavashon Zman Amarei Rachabrayd Rabbi Levashi. He says, Ikura Mifrach. He says, wait a second. He says, over here, there's a whole answer over here. Right? Which we brought the, 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 the Skalva Chomer. Right? Which we just brought now, this moment ago, we could learn a Kalva Chomer and knock out and say that the Kalva Chomer, that just like Hurakoho with regards to the field which you sold, then certainly Makti should Hurakoho as well. Because we can knock the whole thing out. Why? Because Malamochei Batu Batare Choma. We can see when we sit a house in a in in a world city, that you can't that you what's 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 the downside? and if you didn't redeem it, it's gone forever. Tomab Magdish, and then compare that at all to 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 a to a to what's the word? When you dedicate or consecrate, that's what I'm consecrating a, a, a field. Then you'll add a redeem at any given time you want. So how can you compare the two? You're right. But we're going around into circles now. Now we get into that spiral. We've said before, we're going to bring it about my outside. Because we see we've got conflicting answers. On the one hand, we want to say, maybe we can learn a couple of chomer. And then we can't learn a couple of chomer. But there are elements that are similar to both. Two fields on the one hand. If you magdish, you can't redeem. You can redeem it if you want. If you don't redeem, you're going to lose. If you sold the field, you can redeem it whenever you want. You've got to wait at least two years, sorry. But if you don't redeem it, you get it back. Selling a field, you've got a year to redeem it. If you don't redeem it, you're going to lose it forever. So we've got all these elements coming to play here. Certain aspects of hurakoho, certain to yupakoho. Right? Some are working in your favor, some don't work in your favor. So you know what? Uh, Let's try and learn this thing from meatzad. But meatzad meaning from a common denominator. When you're selling your field, there we said you, you can always redeem it. Only after the two years, though, but you've got two after two years. Rashi says over here, 
מוכר בית נענות את וואן, מוכר שזה אחוזה יוכיח לעולם עד היובל, וביובל חוזרים ולא בפדיון, עד יגוטל יובל תרדים ולפדיון רדים את יקמת בק תהיו. ואין לו וגואל, וגואל אחד שני יוקון בו הרמן ירדים את פושטי. סמל למוכר שדה אחוזה, שכן הוא רק יכול להיגר מיד, ויוקון רדים מיד ווי טויוס, מוכר בבית ויתר על חומה יוכיח. So we basically, we see that you can redeem it, and I'll bring you Magdish, that you can redeem it, but you can't borrow money, you can't redeem it partially. So, this whole limit of yours, we can balance that as well. Why? Because, with regards to Magdish, with regards to a field, with a field, when you sold it, that you've got to wait till the second year. With Magdish as well, Magdish you can redeem it straight away. So we can't learn common knowledge from this. Now, what can we say? sending a slave to an Oved Kochavim. Why? When you send a slave to an Oved Kochavim, I'm leaving out the Rashi's here, I might uh, regret it. Uh, we saw yesterday's daf, Venigal Kulo. Because you got to redeem it in full, and you can't borrow money. So let's try and prove it every every. That's all to right. But at the end you can't borrow money and redeem it partially. So at the end of the bottom line is that we stuck up here as well. And the every every on that end you need the whole amount of money. And the field you can redeem this, you can redeem. So so now, that, all of this was around the answer that Rav Sheshit gave yesterday. I know that I might not be making too much sense, but I hope it will become a little bit clearer as we move into it. Okay, sometimes the Gemara is a little bit clearer with that, less of the detail. So now the Gemara says, Rabbi Mirav, Hunu Barav, Hunu Barav Sheshit, Osnim Akasha, HaMocher Bait, Babatare Choma. When you sold the house in a walled city, Nig'al Lekrovim, or Nig'al Lekrovim, now ask him another question. This house in a walled city, can relatives redeem it? Right, anybody can redeem it against the seller's will. Right, so gulato, right, so can they come? Or Now it's, it's, it's different sides. Gulato, gulato, from the field. You can't redeem it partially. But the Krovim can't come and pay off the whole amount. Maybe he has the same thing. If you sold, right, a bait, that the Krovim can do it, but you can't redeem it partially. This whole question is only regards to Rabbanan. Remember, which we made a difference early on, we said Rabbanan and Rabbi Shimon. We said at the beginning of the, already the Sugya, you can't redeem it partially. 
you can relatives can redeem it. Or Dilma, maybe when it comes to a house in a world city in a world city, ki ketiva when a wrote Gaula, the Khatsina was writing specifically about whether you can or you can't redeem it partially. But Bakrovim Lokatiba, that Kaula Xarashav has nothing to do with relatives. Well it's only a partial Xarashav, not a complete Xarashav. Look at Rashi. Or Dilma Kikativ Gulatobis de Achuza. Lemed Chatzinu dichtiv was written there that it can't be redeemed partially. Shnei we matzak you have to have the whole amount. Kedai kulo v'lo kedai chetzio not partial. Kirach kichazar katav zereshav lemigmar acharem yotu dichtiv and therefore there was only partial and that geula geula zereshav only comes to to zereshav on the partial amount. V'lo lemigmar gulat krovim de lav legabe gulatok tivi the word gulatok is nothing to do with relatives and therefore it's only to do with partial and not partial and therefore you par you 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 partially can't redeem fields but relatives can. Maybe he has well, partially, you, but not relatives. It's an answer, him. So what's the answer? Shashi gives him, Amarlo, Eino, Nigal. Bottom line is, the house in Arechoma can't be redeemed by relatives. So, Eitivei, the Gemara says, another Kashia over here now. Right? I think that this Kashia is actually a follow-on Kashia to Rav Sheshit, correct? Right? Eitivei. Yes, this is a kasha. This is a kasha. Follow kasha of natural sheshet. So eitur sheshet can't be nigal. So what do you mean? Bechol gulatitnu. The pasuk of Yah says, "Uvechol eretz achuzatchem gulatitnu laaretz." Uvechol on all your land, you can do a you can do a gula. Right. So doesn't that rapport batim beevet ivri? Right, including houses and avadim. My love, batarechomas, aren't the houses over here, batarechoma? And therefore, you can redeem the batarechoma. So, why are you telling me that the answer is that you can't? Look at Russia, I bought batim of the avadim, she unigal in the crop, the relatives can redeem them. So, I can't, isn't that applying as well? The relatives can come and redeem your house in the walled city? So, he says, no, 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 no. So, Rav Shashi wants to prove the one says, no. Against Rav Shashi, sorry, the one says, but you can. The one says, no. That bite, but the robot batim over there, right? That robot batim. That Rabot Batim was a Gemara Menachot, I don't know what's doing here. It says, look, Batei Chatserim. So let's come and repeat, what about Batei Chatserim? Rashi Zaviyah, Batei Chatserim, Ayarot She'en Mukafot Pechoma Me'emot Yeshua. Like where we live today. We live in walled cities, in unwalled cities that weren't walled, in houses. It's a house in an unwalled city. It says, that's where you're allowed to redeem. Right? That's where relatives come and redeem. Just like they could redeem with regards to fields. It was exactly the same as a field. So he says, but what do you mean? Says Rav Sheshit, Batei Chatzirim Ve'edikativ Pei. We've got another pasuk which talks about Batei Chatzirim. Look at the pasuk of him. Ve'yikro Kafei. It says, Uvatei Chatzirim Asher Enem Choma Saviv Al Sadeh Haaretz Yechashev Gulatot Yerovu Yovel Yetzei. Those go out in the Yovel. Batei Chatzirim are included, just like fields. The the miut is specific to the case of a walled city, not to that, right? Al Sadeh Haaretz Yechashev. So that seems to be a regular situation. So what do you mean? We've got a special limit for that. It says, no. The limit for there is not the limit that they can be redeemed. It's a hula kovo chova. They come here and teach you a different deal. What's the kovo chova? She says, I'll crow him. That relatives have got an obligation. The Tanakama wants to say with the Pasuk says, Ki somebody comes to redeem his properties, right, from his brethren, that's only a Rashut. Doesn't have to. And if he wants to, Tama Rashut, 
maybe he has to do this obligation. Talmud Omar, ish kilo yelo goel. The Pasuk says, when does he, is an obligation? When he hasn't got a, a, a redeemer. Like, what does the word mean? Is there such a thing? Right? Somewhere along the line, he's got a relative. From Yaakov down, there's not a thing as a Jew without a, without a relative. Might not be his brother, not, not, might not be his first cousin, but there's a relative somewhere. Okay, okay, but that's what you're right. So the Arvud over here doesn't go as far as an obligation to redeem. Because I've got Arvud to you, I don't have to go in there and get you out of financial trouble. You can wait. Work out your six months or wait till your bill will come back to you. I mean, there's, a, there's a, probably a limit on that, but on family, there's not six obligation. So he says, no, on the contrary, someone who's got a relative, he doesn't want to take it. Rabbi Yeshua says, if he wants to, he can. Right? Rabbi Yeshua says, no. Look at Rashi. He says, what does it mean he hasn't got a goel? The guy, can't, the guy who is the goel, the rightful goel, isn't able to. Because really, according to, to, the, to the first expression over here of Rabbi Yeshua, supposedly he would say that the obligation is the closest to him. I mean, that's nothing with Ruth, right? With Boaz, who was the girl, who wasn't the goel, etc. So you got further. So says that's the answer. So that's that pasuk of yeah, comes to this obligation. Even if he isn't the closest relative, whatsoever. So it seems that he has a bit of a pirchi at Rav Sheshet. Rav Sheshet seems to say that uh, uh, that he wanted to say that that redemption is even applies to the house. Says no, the house it applies to the Beit Hatzerim. And says, well, we've got another pasuk. They said, no, that pasuk is telling us about Chova. So I'm Rabbi Ravashi. I'm Rabbi Ravashi. Pishlo ma'andra bor patarei Chova halilti b'chol. He says, according to the opinion, wants to include patarei Chova as opposed to Rav Sheshet who said. Ain Gula for He says the ones who want to say redemption, that's why it says Bachol. Elaman the Amal Rabot Batei Chatserim. But those that say include Batei Chatserim, right, as opposed to, to uh, which was Rav Sheshet, that's Rav Sheshet, my Bachol, what does Bachol say? What says Kashia? So we had a Kashia on Rav Sheshet, not a Tiyuft on Rav Sheshet, a Kashia on Rav Sheshet. We've got a passage that says Bachol, which seems to imply that it includes Batari Echoman. Remember, Shesh had said straight out. Uh, uh, where was it? Afani Abi Magdish Nagal. I'm going to do a mal that there is Gula, right? Which is the Kashan of Shesh, but the Gemara doesn't finish with a, with a Tiyufta. So because we haven't got a Tiyufta, the Gemara starts again. Another Kashan of Shesh. We've got a Pasuk over here, we've got Psukim. It's actually one Pasuk. Our Pasuk, by the way, we've got a Pasuk over here which says, That's why Yikra Kafei Mem Tet. If you look at Vayikra Kafei, uh, it's, it, it's, it's at the beginning of Bahar, uh, not the beginning of Bahar, actually, the middle of Bahar, I think. Uh, no, in the beginning of 
So at the end of Rav, in Ravi, it says over here in Ravi, Vim lo matzaya do dei heshiv lo vayamim kro biarakone otoshal yovel viatzav yovel. No, that's not the pasuk. Pasuk is kafei memtet. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Memtet. Memtet is at end right. Okay, towards the end of Bahar in Shvi. It says, so the passage, she sold to a goy. One of his brethren will redeem him. That's Yigalenu once mentioned. Then the next passage says, which is the passage we've seen a few times in Agamora, or his uncle or his nephew, or his cousin, sorry, Yigalenu, Yigalenu mentioned twice. Or another member of his family will redeem him, mentioned three times. So we see Yigalenu, Yigalenu, Yigalenu mentioned three times with regards to this, this Ebed Ibri sold to a goy. So it comes along now, Kashe, because Rata, Asavi Abaya. My, my, Yigalenu, 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 three times. Why is it mentioned three times? Why we got three times the Pasuk? It says, Rabot, Kola Golot, Yigalot, Pesere Azeh. Isn't it to, redeem, to tell us redemption of all these things in that particular? Oh, look at Rashi. Rabot kolagulot haumdot ligel. Whenever there's something to, to redeem, she nigal keseder azeh. In this order, Rashi says kasagratach shu nigalin the krovim valam them. It's coming to us in the order of that way. In other words, just like it says there, either to be echav or dodo or ben dodo or mishar besaro. Uh, so it starts off his brothers, you know, his brothers and his uncle, his uncle and his cousin, his cousins. Then his uh, then, then other relatives, isn't that the order? My love, my love, but Isn't this applying as so? Therefore, don't we see this is applying to an evet ivri or bite barechuma? So by saying to we have said that there's no gula. Yeah, we've got you getting you getting you three times when these things are stuff which you're in trouble with. Either an evet ivri or include a bite barechuma because you're going to lose, you won't get it back again. So that's what he says to him. So he says, isn't it? Or he says, no. Again, it says, Rav Shashir, Bait Chachim, Mestay Achuzah. It's coming to talk about a Bait Chacherim, Mestay Achuzah. So I don't understand. Bait Chachim, Mestay Achuzah. Same question. The Psukim Mephurash, where he mentions it. Al Sdei Aretz Yach Yichashev, Kerav Nachem Bar Yitzchak, Lekarov Krov Kodem, Achidav Krov Krov Kodem. Right? So that's what he says. We've got, we've got Psukim, which teaches all those dinims. And now the Gemara says, this Rav Nachem Bar Yitzchak, Says the Karov Karov Kodem. If the relatives come first, the asks, "Hechayit my Rav Nachman." Where do we learn this Gemara? He says, "Aha, if I lay you, the question was asked. Even every Hanim Kali Yisrael, Nigalu Krov, Enu Nigalu Krovim. I never Rebbe Loti by. So Rebbe is concerned about the question. Why? The Amar Misha Enu Nigal Ba'Ele Nigal B'Sheish. Amalom Mifrak. He says, "No, you'll be redeemed any after come three after six years. So we don't redeem him." Kito, the ask question is, "I never Rabbanan." Rabbanan, now we want you to redeem him. So my Alfinan, what do we learn from this? Shakir, Shachir, Shachir. Which would imply there that the relatives go in all order. Rebbe says, I said, the only Galbakrovim. Rebbe says, no, but up, but Chachamim says, Yigalenu Katim, and Yimkalo Bet Kochim, he's sold to a goy. Galbakrovim, Mashma Miuta. We see over there that the Miut, he says, maybe it's only, I think the Miuta has only the, is only the Evid and not the houses. Including all the Gulas, what the Gulas are about, but Tim, Evid, Evid, both Evid, Evid, and houses. 
So my love, Tarei Choma, Eved Ivri, Anim Kari Yisrael. So that seems to be a kasha against Rav Sheshit. Isn't it? On the contrary, coming to say about Eved Ivri and Batarei Choma, it says no. Eved Ivri and Mikar Ovet Kochavim. Only an Eved Ivri sold to a goy. It's limited to that. So it's a well said. Eved Ivri and Mikar Ovet Kochavim. But why do we need a pasuk for Eved Ivri sold to a goy? We've got a pasuk for that. Odro Ben Droi Galenu. That says specifically Odro Ben Droi Galenu, right? So what about the first pasuk which says Yigalenu? He says no. Who look over Chova? That's only covered again, like we saw earlier on. Pogulat Ibn says, Talab and Karakov Chova. That's an obligation. Va'afilu le Rabbi Yoshua. And that's the Chilush of the Awar Rabbi Yoshua. Amar Gabe is Deah Chuzah Rishut. Hachamor Rechov. With regards to Deah Chuzah, he said, That's on your Rishut if you want to. With regards to an Evid sold to a Goy, even he would agree that it is a Rishut, a Chova. So basically, we haven't yet answered the question, a Kasha and a Pshashet. We try to prove to Rav Pshashet that there is Yigalenu with regards to a Bait Barechoma. At the end of the day, we haven't proven it from here. We haven't proven it in, in favor or against. The government's another brighter Toshma. Another brighter. My Talmud Lomar, you're going to give us three times. Same question that Abai asked earlier. Why do we have three times Yigalenu? Pamim Rabot Kola Gulot, Shini Gulot To tell us about all the Gulot which we're going to redeem, go in that order. First, the brothers, you're not the brothers, then the uncles of the nephews, you're not the uncles of the nephews, or the cousins, then other family. My love, Batare Choma, Bevet Ivri, Hanim Kali Israel. So maybe now we can say this includes a bite arechoma sold in the field, which is our original kasha against Rav Shashid, and an Eved Ivri sold to a goy, but also sold to a to a Jew. And one says no. It's not talking only about batechatim fields and houses in unwalled cities. What's that? I don't understand. Batechatim made a kativ. We've got separate pasuk for that. Al sadeharit yechashev. It's like the field. So Amar Rav Nachman by Yitzchak lekarov karov kodem. So he says you're right. He has a chiddush telling us in the order of who's supposed to redeem you, not to widen the gambit of what's included, but rather to give you the order of how it's meant to be done. Let's quickly this Tosfot over here. The first Tosfot, sorry, our second Tosfot. Hula Kro Kro Kodem. explains why we've got the three times mentioned Yigalenu. Chad le Gufay, what does the direction of redeeming him? The Chad le Batei Chatserim and the other time is for fields and houses in unwalled cities. This and nobody else. Be honest with you, I'm not sure what that last part also is, but we see that they've got limudim for all of those three things. Okay, that was really the end of that sugya we started yesterday. Now we go back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah says like this. So we had the, the new Mishnah. Where was that new Mishnah? Because I'll be somebody. Where was the Mishnah? On New Zion. On your Dalit. So we had the Mishnah, new Dalit was back. We had a new Mishnah. The Mishnah like this. Every every nickname of Kesef of Ishtar, but couldn't have some of the Shanim, but we have over here on Kesef. So we have my Riyash, but we have some of the Shimanim, and Nirza, and then we say, Nirza, Nikna, Beritzia. So when we say that the Nirza, right, the Evid who wants to stay in. Right, so how's he acquired now for a longer period? Because the first time he's acquired first round, the master pays money. Right, then we said over there, every new clever case will be star. Then he's other money or star. So now how does he become a nirza? With ritzia, by puncturing his ear. The konet, that's what the yovel, he goes free either the yovel or when his master dies. So now then, right, the word discusses that. A nirza never How do we know that the word says, Dichti, it says in the pasuk, the whole pasuk says, And now he works for him forever. 
So that's the way that he's acquired. He's not paying extra money, right? You might have thought that maybe if he sells himself now forever for until the Yovel, they'd do a cheshbon. And he'd pay him. He says, no, just straightforward, a puncturing in the ear, and that is the acquisition, and he stays with him. Uh, then that's what we saw by Yovel Metaladon. How do we know that he, that he goes free with the Yovel Metaladon? Tiftiv va'avado. He works him. Right? He only works for him, not for the... For, for the for, so that, that's how we, he, we know that when he dies, he goes free. And Le'olam means Le'olam Yovel. One understands that Le'olam doesn't mean forever. Jew can't be sold forever. Le'olam forever means... You could rush here at the top of the lines. The rush is there. Rush is up until now. Third lines. Everybody goes free on the Yovel. Right? Including Avadi. Now the words of the Torah, So when it comes to Venirza Kone Bemarzea, so Marzea seems like a specific type of instrument, like a type of a hook or a, some sort of like a punch of some kind. How do we know we include all other instruments? Hasol, Vasirab, Amachat, Mechadech, Mechatev. So I say over here that a soul is Baroka. The Messiah tells us that in Masechet Shvuat, we explain this as a Chatichat Eitzchadud, like a shop piece of wood. That would be a soul. Vasira, Rashi says, is a cot, like a thorn. Vamachad is a needle. Vamakadayach, Rashi is over here, tried it. Vamakadayach is like a top of a drill or a screwdriver. Vamakatev, we've got a Rashi over here from Shuot, which says, eight barzel, like a steel pen or something like that. Cheret Shekorin Griffa, like a fountain pen, for example, probably like a steel a steel edge, something like that you'd scratch something into on the cloth or, or something like that, that would also be used as well. So where do we can use all of these things that not just the Maritzea? Tamud Lomar, Velakachta. Look at the whole passage, it says, Velakachta, the Maritzea, Velatata, Bosno, Velatata, Bosno, what's the Velakachta coming to teach me? Velakachta is a ribui. They come to include other things as well. So the Rabbot called the Rosh, Nikach Bayad, anything you use in your hand, you Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi says, no, Rabbi says, Omer ma marzea miyuchad shel matechet, afkol shel matechet. So the whole original there, marzea in any marzea, b'nai nebot asol v'asir v'amachet v'abakadech, we included wooden pegs, wooden, wooden uh, pieces. Tanakama said, l'belakachte, right? Anything. That's Rabbi Yosef Rayud. Rabbi says, no, only steel things. A marzea is made from steel. Anything that's made from steel. The Gemara brings another, at the end of the brighter, right here, what's a marzea? Lavi ha marzea gadol. What do you mean, Lavi Amartzea Gadol? Look at Rashi. Look, come and we'll see what it is. But the idea of being Amartzea Gadol, let's remember that the question is, you know, some people might have like a pierced ear, right? Like, like, a, like an earring hole in your ear. That's a little hole. Uh, so if you do it gently, you can make a nice little hole and your ear stays intact. Amartzea Gadol, if you use a big Amartzea Gadol, you're going to smash the guy's ear to pieces, right? So you might have thought that you can't use that. It's in that you can use that. So I'm Rabbi Lazar. Yodan Beribi Ayadoresh Peshen Rotsim Enotim Enotim Milta. So the question is, where is this smashing of the ear taking place? On what part of the ear? So the Gemara says over here, this is a new sugi, finish the brighter. That's the Machlokh Rebbe and Rabbi, and Rabbi Yosef. You will see in the moment what that Machlokh is about. But the Gemara says over here, Yodan Beribi. Now we know the word Beribi, we've seen it before many times. Rashi tells us again over here, what's Beribi? He says, Yodan Beribi, Yodan Shmo. He was Yodan, was his name. The Gadol Bedraya, and he was the Talmud, he was the, the, the Talmud Muvak of his generation. The Cholechet, the Karle Beribi, Rashi, if you use the word Beribi, Lashon Chokhmah, whatever it means, is a great man, a very sharp guy, clever guy. So Yudam Rebbe Ayad Doresh, he used to say as follows: Keshehein Rotzin, Ein Rotzin Eli Bemilta. When they actually do the smashing of the ear, they only do it Bemilta. What does it mean Bemilta? Okay, 
So if you look there, the Mesorah Shah says, Yagirsa ta'aruch, ech milat, he says, bemilat, perush harach sheba ozen, the soft part of the ozen, bechelit ebe bechorot, bemilat. Now the soft part of the ozen is this over here, look at me, what we call the tenuch, right, the lobe. That's the soft part. As soon as you go a little bit higher, you start getting into, into, uh, what's it called, uh, cartilage. Right, all cartilage, there's no bones here, but there's cartilage, it's very, very hard. So he wants to say, rotila bemilta, the Chachamim Omrim, and the Kohen Nirza, the Chachamim say, no, the Chachamim say like this, a little bit tricky. Chachamim say, that ain't Evet Ivri Kohen Nirza, that in every, a Kohen is an Evet Ivri, I think we were discussing this yesterday, Clifford, right, right, ain't Evet Ivri Kohen Nirza, why can't an Evet Ivri Kohen become a Nirza, that would extend his stay, because he becomes a Baumum, well, how do become a Baumum? He passed from Kohuna. Now, Yodan says that it's on the lobe of the ear. The lobe is the soft part. Chachamim say that can't be. Because we've got another din that a coin can't become a nirza. Why? Because once he smashes his ear, he's passed from kahuna. It's a mum. If it's your lobe, it wouldn't be a mum. So it must be high up in your ear. Right? So therefore he says, hey, I ain't On the contrary, higher up. Not in the low, but high up. The Gwana says, this machlok, we go back now to machlok at Rebbe and Rabbi Yossi Bar-Yudu. We speak about what types of instruments can you use. But my commitment, what's the real machlok? The Rebbe, Darius Klaluprat, we'll see the moment there's a machlok between Rebbe and Rabbi Yossi Bar-Yudu, whether you learn Klaluprat or Rebbe even Mi'ut. Now, what's Klaluprat? Klaluprat, look at Rashi over here. Uh, he says over here, Darius Klaluprat. Rashi explains, Bechola Torah makom shekolelu poret, it says in the whole Torah we learn this way of Kaluprat. Doresh like follows. Prat, Piresh, Perush, and a cloud. The Torah says gives you a cloud, a general term and a specific term. He says the, the, the specific term, the, the Prat, comes to it define the cloud. And therefore we'll see that the Prat is limiting what the cloud can be. When it goes Prat, sorry, cloud, Prat, U cloud. So the second cloud is not coming to add anything. Only what's similar to the prat. So look at Rashi now. Look at the Gabor now. How does Rebbe explain that it's only steel stuff? He says, The Pasuk says, Lakachta means cloud. You take in general terms. And then it says, Marzaya. What is it? What do you take a Marzaya? Ah, Marzaya. Right? Prat. And then it says, So it includes other stuff. Now, general, we've got a cloud, prat to cloud. So the Kalaprat class says what? Yeah, Tadan and Prat. You can only limit it to what the Prat is. A Maha Prat, Mufura Shobatechit. A Marzaya is by definition made of steel. So therefore, what's with a cloud? We take anything you want, as long as it's a Marzaya. Ah, but on the Deret or your ear, another general term, you can take anything that you want to do the job, as long as it's like the, the Prat. What's the Prat steel? Anything that's like steel. Of course, Shobatechit. And on the other hand, Rabbi Yossi Darish, Ribu Umiut. Yossi comes and owns a Ribu Umiut. Now, even me works a little bit differently. Look at Rashi. And our Prat Perushoshel Klau. He says, the Rebu Miut, we don't learn like in Prat to Klau, where the Prat comes to explain the Klau. The Rebu Miut comes to exclude things, to make it more unique. If we would say just anything with a Klau, you can do whatever you want. And then, Ba Miut, Achrav Lomar, Bezevach, Rashi says, with the Klalu Prat, even without the second Klalu, we would already learn the Miut of the Prat. 
the Chazar says with the Riba, Riba Ko. But when it comes to Ribu Miut, the Miut, right, we already got the Miut from the first Ribu. So we're limiting the first Ribu. Why does this give us a Ribu again? says over here, on the contrary, so Ribui, when we learn Klalupa to Klau, the Klau, the Prat is coming to limit the whole opportunity of the Klau to be similar to the Prat. In Ribui, Miut, Ribui, the Ribui and the Miut and the other Ribui saying you can do whatever you want. The Miut ain't limiting one thing. And what's that one thing? Chum decide what that one thing is. You understand? So Klalupa to Klau come to say, you can do whatever you want as long as it's similar characteristics to the Prat. Ribui, Miut, Ribui said you can use the whole thing except for one thing. And what's that one thing Chachamim will decide? So he says, Yav, 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 let's explain, Ribu Miut. Lakachta, meaning is a riba, everything. Marzea is a miut. Bozdo, but Delet, another ribui. So now, Ribu Miut, Ribu. Riba Hakol, you can include everything. So, my rabbi, rabbi, call me anything you want. Ah, but we have to also have one miut, otherwise, what was the idea of Ribu Miut, Ribu? It's got coming into some Chirushavia, and he says, one thing you can't use. Me at some, you can't use chemicals. In other words, anything physical you can use, but you can't use chemicals, so, right? That's the bottom machloke between ribu and mute. That's why Rabbi Yossi Bar Yudah says you can use anything, even wooden chips or whatever the case is, even pegs and knots, whatever the case makes a hole. Where Rabbi says no, Rabbi says klalu prat. The klal has to be like the prat. The prat is from steel. The klal has to be from anything from steel, right? That's the answer. So Amar now that we're discussed, Amar Tzai Lavi We saw early on as well. What do you mean Amar Tzai Garu? My mashmah when it says Hagado, Marzea Hagado, what does Hagado mean? Like Hayarech. When you talk about Gilanashe, it says there Hayarech. What do you mean? The, 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 the stronger one of the two. Hakinami, Hamarzea, Meyuchat, Marzin, the best one of the lot. Like you're the right, the right, we learn Gilanashe on the right. Hayarech, so to Hagado, meaning in the, the, the best one that you can find. Okay, now, when we learned. The question over here of where do you where do you do this 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 actual knocking, right? Yordan said that you do it the melter. We said on the lobe. Come and say what do you mean on the lobe? If you do it on the lobe, then it's not a problem for Kohanim. And what's the problem? Kohanim can do it. If you do it on the lobe. It's not possible in the ear. When you smash the, the 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 cartilage, that's a problem. That's and we're discussing that part of the bright. Now where is Yordan? Where you bedrash? Because and routine and routine the milk. Kohanim and the bedrash. Kohanim and the nation. I say bam bamu. Okay. I don't understand. So what's the problem? We are sebaumum. So what's the big deal? So a coin. We are sebaumum. Look at Rashi. It's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. If he wants to stay in Ebed, there's a mitzvah to go and do it. So what do you care? So be a baumum. So I'm a rabbi bar of Sheila. I'm a kra. V'shav mishpachto. But we have another problem because the pasuk says v'shav el mishpachto lemuchzak she mishpachto. In the state that he was in his family, this guy was a coin. He's going to be able to go back to being a coin. So you can't punch his ear because he can't go back to being Shavu Mishpachto. The Pasuk says he works for you, then he goes back to Mishpachto. Mishpachto means how he was before. And if he was the leader of his community, he goes back to become the leader. If he was a judge, he becomes a judge. If he was a Kohen, he goes back to being a Jokoi. In fact, if he was an Ever, it didn't affect him. That's the whole Chirush over here. That there's no, there's no uh, affecting of his status, that he was an Ever. Big deal. God was impoverished. What can you do? So now the Gabriel asks a new Kashi over here. We're going to see it's connected. So now a new kasha over here. We will see it's connected. Ever every coin mahu, and ever every who's a coin, right? A Jewish ever is a coin. Can his master give him a shifcha knanit? 
what says, what, 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 what are the sides to this question? Why are we even asking the question? The question like this, Chirushu, the one who might say that's a Chirush. What's a Chirush? That you can give a Shifcha Knani to, to a Jew. It says, when can a Jew have a Goy Shawaf? Right? So therefore, since it's such a big Chirush, obviously a Kohen, no one excluded. Or maybe not. Maybe since Kohen have got an extra lot of mitzvahs over and above regular, regular Israel, they'd be excluded from this world to give them a, sh- a shifka. So Rav said, no problem. And Shmuel says, Asher. Now follow this. Remember we spoke about? We said, we asked Yodan Baribi said that you puncture the ear at the bottom. And Chami said, what is it if you puncture the ear at the bottom? What do we care? Because then it's not a problem with the mum. It must be higher up on the cartilage. Okay? So now we say, Amar le Rav Nachman, Rav Anan. Rav Nachman says to Rav Anan, Ki avitu beimar Shmuel. She said, when you guys were learning in Shmuel's bad midrash, what is kumdri italiltu? Rashi, he says over here, Lo hi teitem leiv le daktek b'shmuatchem. Weren't you paying attention? Elek m'sachakin b'fisfasin. Right, what were you? Were you playing, playing, uh, playing cards all day long? Right, were you busy playing poker? Instead of learning about Midrash, you were sitting outside playing poker? Right? Why didn't you say to Rav Shmuel, to Shmuel when you're learning there? Because Shmuel said, Asa, you can't give him a Shifra Knani. He has a good proof that you couldn't give him a Shifra Knani. Why? Chachamim say that you can't give an Ebed Ivri, can't become a Nirtzi, can't extend his stay. Why? Because he's going to puncture his ears, become a Baumum. Vim Tomar, Ein Rabomo, Selo, Shifcha, Knanit. And if you're going to tell me now, like Shmuel wanted to say, that a Shifcha can't get a, that an Ebed Ivri can't get a Shifcha, Knanit, in other words, as opposed to Rabbi says he can, you want to say, Shmuel, you can't. I don't understand. Tipu Klei, we could have learned over here, De Be'ina, Haft, Yeroni, Ve'nishtive, Panai, Ve'leika. If you're telling me that, if you tell me over here that the whole reason why an Ebed Ivri, a Kohen can't become a, 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 a Nirza is because he's going to be punctured, right? Then we can answer if, if that's the case, right? If, if that's the case, like Chachamim say, and Shmuel say he can't get an Ebed, we can't give him an, 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 an Ebed Ivri, we'd say, wait a second, if it's true that he couldn't get a Shef Chaknanit, the reason why he couldn't become a nirza and extend his stay is not because he's going to get punctured and become a balmum. The real reason is, is because in order for a shiv, a, 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 a coin to stay in every nirza, how does he become a nirza? He says, I love my master and my wife and my children. Who's my wife and my children? The shivcha knanit. He's got to say, I want to be a nirza. I don't want to leave my children and my wife, my shifcha knanit. Now, according to Shmuel, if he hasn't got a shifcha knanit, because you can't give a coin a shifcha knanit, how can the coin ever come and say, I want to be a, a, a nirza? Because I love my wife and my children. You are trying to give him a wife and children. That's why he can't become an evet, a, a nirza. Not because you're going to puncture the ear, because he isn't allowed to get a wife. So the fact that Chachamir is saying the real reason why the Kohen can't become Nirza is because when you puncture his ear, he's going to become a Balmum, means that he has got a wife. And he could have said, I love my wife, my Shifcha Knanit. But the only reason he can't do it is because you can't make him a Mum. If he could never get a wife in the first place, he wouldn't be able to become a Shifcha Nirza to begin with. He wouldn't even have a question of where you puncture his ear. So that's proof that you do give him a wife. Everybody follow that?
Let's go over it one more time. The Shifcha Kenanit is given to a Evet, Ivri, right? Now, when he wants to stay, he comes to his master and he says like this. What are the Psukim that he says? Ve'im amor yomar ha'evet. The, the Evet says to the master, Ahavted Adoni, I love my master. Et ishti, and I love my wife. Ve'et banai, and my children. Lo et I don't want to go free. Now, whose wife and children are you speaking about? He's speaking about his shifcha knanit. Because if it's his wife who's at home in Boca Raton, he goes home to his wife. Doesn't have to stay with the Eved, with the, with the, with the, uh, with the, with the master. So he's talking specifically about the wife that his master gave him and his children from that wife. He doesn't want to leave them. Well, we said yesterday, we discussed it a few days, that when the Eved goes home, if his master gave him a shifcha knanit, he basically became a farmer to farm this guy, little avadim, little slaves. So he's got to leave the wife and leave the slaves and go home. Now, in order to become a nirza, what does the pasuk say? I say to my master, I love my wife, I love my children. Who's my wife? The shifcha knanit. I don't want to go. So says Shmuel, you don't give him a shifcha knanit. You can't give him a shifcha knanit. So it comes over here. No, 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 but in principle, why do Chachamim say that you can't puncture the guy's ear because you're going to puzzle him from a mum? They shouldn't have to get to that stage because if he hasn't got a wife and children, he can never become a potential for a nirza to even have his ear punctured because in order to have your ear punctured, you have to say, I love my wife and my children. So if he hasn't got a wife and children, like Shmuel says, then what's he talking about? There's never going to be a nirza in the first place. So the fact that he could be a nirza in the first place, one second, that he could be into the first, it means that he had children, he had a wife. Yeah, but we've always known that, uh, that a slave, he doesn't want to be an individual anymore. He, he, he's relying, he wants to rely on, on being looked after for the rest of his life. But that doesn't matter. There's still technicality in how he does it. In other words, who's the person who's allowed to be, so I don't want to be looked after, I want to be looked after my whole life. A guy who's got a wife and children comes to his master and says, I love my master, I love my wife, I love my children, I don't want to go free. Now, if you haven't got a wife and children, you can't say, I love my wife, I love my children. So if you haven't got a wife in the first place, then becoming a nirutz isn't a possibility in the first place. Then we have to worry about where you punch his ear. The fact that Chachamim have an argument with Yodan uh, Barebi and say, no, you don't puncture it here in the love, you puncture it up here, means that in principle, the puncturing is a possibility. And it's only because it's a koi and it's become a balmum, we don't allow him to do it. But if he wasn't a koi, he was a balmum, we would be allowed to do it. Therefore, how do we allow God to do it? A guy who's got a wife and child, therefore he must have been able to get a wife and child. So this is a doche to Shmuel, the rabbis right. He can get a wife and child because he was a potential for him to become an Ebed Nirza. The only reason he can't become an Ebed Nirza is he can become a Balmum. Okay, everybody got that? Clear now? Right, okay, let's clear. Uh, so it says, Agora says, Tulo Midi. You know what? We're not going to even answer any longer. That's a complete knockout to Shmuel. We don't have to discuss any longer. It's Pashut. So if I lay, another question. Kohen, Mahu be a fatoar? Same question now. Can a Kohen take a Eshet fatoar if he sees her at war? Right? Chidush, maybe it's a Chidush. Therefore, Loshna, Kohen, Loshna, Yishak, because again, it's a massive Chidush. You can take a Koya in the fields and take her become your wife. Perhaps it's a Chidush, therefore, Kohen, obviously, a pastor Kohen. Oh, but now, Shani Kohen, you all remember Ben Misfot Yitari. Now, there's so many myths that Kohen. Shrava Mamuta, Shmura, Usai Machloket, right? Rav says yes, and Shmura says no, it's like a Shifcha Knani. So the beer is shown at the Chulamalo Pegidashari. It's like this. Now, understand, Machlor Rabbi Shmuel. With the first beer, in, in the, the first beer takes place in the field when you see her in battle. Immediately as you see her, you can have beer with her. Then you've got to set her aside and keep her whole for 30 days. 
Right there, no one to say, maybe we can say, like, the look at the Shari, the Lord, you're about to try get Sarah. Even a coin's got a Yetzirah. So he's Yetzirah, we allow his Yetzirah to get the better of him. We say, go for it once. Keep wisdom, Achlod of Shmuel, the Beer Shnia. Can you now bring her home and marry her and keep her, etc.? Rabbi Amar Mutar, Vishmuel Abbasu. Rabbi Azraf say Mutar, Hoyol the Ishtari Ishtar. Since it's Mutar the first time, it's Mutar the second time. And Shmuel says, No, Asur, Tahavila Gioret, and a Gioret the coin, Lochazia, a coin, Komeri Gioret. So the first beer, no problem. That's why Shmuel says Asur calls the Gioret. Another way we could learn this Machloket. In the second beer, both Rav and Shmuel agree that you can't do it. Tahavila Kashida Gioret. Clipping, where's the Machloket? The first beer. Shmuel says quite simple. When do you allow the first beer? If you're going to allow the second beer. And if you can bring it into your house, you can have beer here. If you can't bring it into your house, you can't have beer here either. And therefore, there'll be a machlok in both ways. We'll carry on.